and welcome. This is a quick episode. This is like a, a mini podcast because I have some guy in here, this guy named Mike Stark, and he's a sports, he's incredibly athletic, or he was once upon a time. I was. All I'm right. retired now. So I'm retired from being incredible or athletic. Right. Well, he, he came in here to talk about how to throw a curveball because I, I've always wanted to know how to throw a curveball without, without having to get Tommy John surgery. Mm-hmm. So we're going to do a little, um, a little podcast here about how to throw a curveball. So here's Mike. Introduce yourself, Mike Stark. Hello. The, the famous North Shore. Hello, my name is Mike. <laughs> I throw the curveball. He also does shtick, right? He uh, shticks whatever. It it's got to be funny. But it's got to be. So uh, leave, leave the jokes to me. All right. Well. All right. So here. So let you show me the grip and how and how we're gonna. How so we're gonna... I'm gonna just go back to when I learned to throw a curveball was about sixth grade, and I read a book by Jim Palmer. Yeah, get real close to this microphone because you don't want to miss a famous Cy Young Award-winning Hall of Famer from the Baltimore Orioles, um, and underwear. Uh, model also. that's right um very good looking man but um at any rate there's pretty simple way to to throw a curveball and there's a you know a lot of a lot of options but what he said was if you want to zoom in you grab the you grab the ball by the horseshoe right here with your middle finger and then you you, you yeah, put your up, you put your put your index finger next to it right here this knuckle should be down here on the other side <laughs> And the thumb, so all your fingers are touching the seams. All your, okay. And when you throw the ball, you bring it back here like this, so you're forming a 90-degree angle. So see how the ball is cocked in the hand like this. And when you release it, you, you, it's like you're flipping a yo-yo. And the way he described it was you're flipping a yo-yo and pulling, pulling down a lampshade, or a lampshade, a window shade cut. We can edit that. Uh, I know that. We're cutting, you're, you're pulling. So, but wait a minute, because how you were holding the ball, if I'm a batter and I see that position, you know, I see how your hand is, I mean, I can, if I'm a good baseball player and a batter, I can, I can prepare for that, right? I know that's coming. Prepare. Oh, he's got a little bit. Go ahead. over here, right? You got, well, I'm just going to say, you don't know how far it's going to move. I mean, you're, you're not going to square it up, probably. I mean, everyone does. I mean, the really good hitters are going to square it up. Okay. But I'm just saying. But is that like the universal grip is is, is uh, different that. people grip it different ways. Okay. I mean, this is what I learned, and I mean, even at my age, I can still I can still throw a curveball that will start at your head and end up outside. And you can throw a curve today, and you're not your your elbow's not going to bother no, you. No, I've never had. I, and or again, your I started, not be I like, started doing this when I was twelve. When I was twelve, all through high school, all through yeah. college, and I played after college, including the men's leagues here in the Chicago area. And I'd say nobody could throw a better curveball than that. I mean, it just, it moves along. Now, controlling it, too, I think I threw very hard back in the day, and I could put this thing on the plate. I mean, if I had a 2-0 count, normally I'd throw a change-up. Yeah. A change-up, I'd grab three fingers, grab the horseshoe like this, and jam it in the hand. No circle change or anything like that. So when you talk about a change-up, though, a change-up, what is a change-up pitch? Because we talk about, you know, you said it, is is it a fastball? Is it a slider? Is it a a, curveball? A change-up is a ball that, depending on finger pressure, you can get to move different ways. But the thing is, when I was a kid and I had a smaller hand, I was taught to grab the ball with, with three fingers, you know, because I couldn't, you know, because the baseball was really big. It was yeah. like putting a 12-inch in your okay. hand, right? So I was taught to grab the ball with three fingers. As I got older, my hand got bigger. I started throwing the fastball, you know, different ways, you know, splitters or whatever. But the thing is, you're just adding more drag to the ball. So your, your delivery is like a fastball. I know we're getting off the curveball, but it's like throwing a fastball, but because there's extra pressure okay. you're, you're throwing it slower so you might throw a fastball 90 miles an hour and the changeup may come in at, at 84 
83. See, it's funny because when I thought of a changeup, I think of like it looks to the batter like you're about to throw a fastball. That's exactly right. Okay, but then the, the speed is not but right. But it comes in slower. So it comes in slower. So your timing, you script the timing of the batter. Exactly. That's. I mean, you want to get me out. I mean, I'm a good hitter and I could time up a fastball really well. You want to get me out in front, you know, or any hitter. But that's the thing I would always tell people. Like if I was pitching against myself. I would throw I would throw changeups because I'm going to top everything if I get it. I got I, mean, you. I had I had a couple at bats where um, against really good pitchers, pro pitchers, where they they showed me the fastball and I might have missed it the first time because it was so fast. But I'm going to get it sooner or later. Everybody goes to the fast cage as they say. But the next pitch is a is a changeup and I'm looking for 90 something plus and he throws it and you're like. Oh no! You're swinging. You can't bring your swing back. Uh, and as you finish the swing, there goes the ball. So that so they like set you up, right? They're going to show you the heater. So you're expecting heat, or right. something changes in your brain because you know he's not going to throw a heat next. Or you're or not going to keep. Well, a lot of people look for that, like a two o a two o fastball, fastball, because that's what people throw, or they did. And so I'm like, all right, look. Even if he hits it, he's not going to make a good contact, and I'm going to get it out. If I'm two and zero. Because my fastball is a little erratic, it's a little wild sometimes. Okay. I can throw the changeup over the plate or the curveball, but if I throw the same thing that looks like a fastball and he hits it, ground ball, third base, ground ball, shortstop, okay. and now I can start fresh with somebody else, and then I can still um, go from there. The curveball, um, it just moves so much, but yeah, you can pick that up. So when you're throwing that, you know, you can see that because the fastball's back here like right, this, right. but the curveball, but so is the changeup, but the curveball. You can see that you can see the ball is more, you know, and then when you release it, you just snap it down and release it. It comes out like you're dropping a dropping a yo-yo. That's amazing because I, I've tried. Listen, I can I at one point in my life thought I could throw some heat, do some meatballs, but probably was just fooling myself. You probably can. You just now that you learn, you learn a little bit about just the. Um, the science of throwing the ball yeah. if you want. I mean, I, I'm a 12-year-old kid. I'm just like, okay, I just want to make the ball go like this. And everyone's like, at that age, you really, you're 12 years old. You shouldn't throw a curveball. Yeah, that's what you say. Oh, you're going to screw up your shoulder and your elbow, and you're going to ruin your baseball career. Like, I, like anyone. Because you're snapping your, your yeah. tendons and ligaments are developing the muscles and everything else. Right. But, I, again, it didn't happen to me. I'm, I'm still good now at my age with, like, you're still, still good at, at 35? Yeah. <laughs> That's impressive. Well, listen, I'm not 29. Oh, sorry, I was, a little, bit, I was a little bit off of your age. Yeah, I but, apologize for being on the on the on the older side. Yeah. So, but that's um, that's a little trick. Is you just kind of want to you want to spin it. Like but so you're playing in these leagues, though. I mean, you got your catchers have to be aware of what's coming too, right? I mean, you well, guys have to be on the same page. Good catchers. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You don't want to throw. You don't want to bounce this stuff in with an old man that can't uh, can't move at yeah, all. Yeah, can't. You move. need a hockey goalie back there sometimes. Okay. But luckily, I played with some pretty good players. I mean, I guinks on my team played college or, or pro. You ball. said you were batting oh, 600 in some league, right? Well, first first year. Old, what was the average age of, of your competition in that league? In that league, when I started the in the Chicago North MSBL, I'm going to say the average age was probably late 30s. Okay. How many uh, how many groin injuries are you dealing with on a, on a daily basis in this game? I, I don't know. I I never <laughs> had a problem with it. You know, it didn't. Now yeah. I do. Now that I'm yeah. older, but it, running down the first bit, the first base line, you reach for the bag and, and I, uh, I, I, I don't know, um, but yeah, it was older, and that's why the average was so good the first year. Once the competition got a little better, the average dipped into the uh, 
Yeah. The low fives or the high fours. That's right. <laughs> Again, it's it's recreational baseball, but there's there's some really good players in the league too. Sure. But there's also a lot of guys that aren't so good. But it's a uh, inclusive league, if we will say. But that. you also said you your average is a little bit inflated because of let's be honest, who was in the outfield. Yeah, I mean, I hit a fly ball, and I mean, you routine know, fly ball didn't, turns didn't, into Griffey, a Griffey. Uh, Griffey wasn't out there. No, no, you had uh, you know. Some had, older guys. That you run. had Griffinstein out there who wasn't nearly as good. Shlomo. Shlomo Griffinstein. He, he, he was a left fielder. Shlomo. Horrible. He was he a left fielder. Yeah, well, he was a horrible Oh, a, a funny story. There was a guy in my team when I came into the league, and he was probably in his 40s. And they're like, well, Mike's going to be the new center fielder. And he resented me. I'm like, I'm sorry. And who was that guy? Andre Dawson. No, it wasn't no. Andre Dawson. Okay. No, it was a guy named Steve Schufelt. Yeah. And I came out, and I'm still running – Sub four six forty, so I'm a little faster. Where's than Steve Shufelt these days? You know, uh, probably selling shoes somewhere. No, come on. Or he's felt. Yeah, uh, right. He's like he's, he's like, he's like, he's like a hedge fund guy. He's probably. I, I don't know. Dollars. I just know that he thought that was his spot, and he didn't care too much for the whippersnapper. Yeah, well, the, but he got to play. He got, but he got to play center field when I pitched, which was bad for me because balls I would have caught fell. That's right. So he screwed up. Play, your, he screwed yeah. up your ERA. I bet. Yeah. Key is don't let him hit it. And if you're pitching against guys like that, they can't. That's right. All right. That was then, though. Now I couldn't hit it. I couldn't throw it. I couldn't do anything. But I could still spin a curveball. So, uh, listen, we're going to have to take the camera outside, and you're going to watch me throw it. You'll, you'll analyze. Um, we need a catcher. Form. We need a catcher. Well, we'll get George Mitterwald or Steve Swisher to come. Yeah? Uh, They'll get the gear and everything? No, I don't have the gear. The cup? I've got a catcher's I've got a catcher's mitt. We could find somebody. If you wanted to do a demo, I do. Because I, I do. I like you we'll, know. We'll go over to, baseball's uh, important, man. My dad, you know, I spent a lot of time throwing throwing the ball with my dad, having to catch with my dad. I'll go over to Howell Park High School field. Yeah, I, my dad would. He would do. I think my bet's actually in his car. Okay, well, doesn't doesn't do me any good sitting there. I haven't thrown a ball. I couldn't tell you how long, but I'm willing to try. And then you know my brother. And we'll find out if we need to go to the hospital after that. Yeah, Maybe right I will have arm trouble. Yeah, Tommy Johns. I'm telling you, it's coming. You know, my brother was competitive, and he he was he was good, and we used to play, and he used to fucking throw the ball so hard. And be like Ben. Can, can you use that word on the podcast? It's my. I don't know. Who's listening? No one's listening. Oh, this is true. <laughs> and he used to throw the ball really hard, and it would be uh, like really annoying because you snap it into your club, and you can't just have a catch and not try to outdo each other with with the heat. I don't know where he's going with that. Well, he wants to because he can throw harder. He he always, was, he the guy who throws, always the guy who throws harder is trying to play burnout with you. Yeah, and he. All right, I give up. He he was tough. He was a little bit better in baseball. Um, you no, could have, you could have passed him now though. You learn how to throw the yeah. square balls. Hey, get That's in there. That's right. Paint a box on the garage door and get some freaking wiffle balls and you know, start whipping it and my, snapping that curveball. My daughter, um, she, my older daughter loves baseball. So she was in the softball So league. was she 12? She's 11. Um, and you know you know when you're like when you're young and your dad's yeah, telling, see, that's the right age to yeah. learn a curveball 12 you know, years old. Your dad's telling you to choke up on the bat or get yeah. that elbow up. She looked yeah. at me like, "Yeah, that's not how I want to hold the bat." I'm like, "But and it works cuz then she would do that and but keep your eye on the ball." She would make contact. Well, if we're talking baseball, you could look at some real odd swings, some some ways different. I know. I remember like Craig Council had like the real right. the, the stance. Uh, the the, how do you up. get the bat from here to here? Yeah. But you know what? What happens is your launch position when the ball comes. So I don't care where you, Rod Carew used to have it back like this. Um, you know. You said Rod Carew because I had the, the Rod Carew. I don't know if I had the Rod Carew. A bobblehead. I had him because he, he converted to Judaism. Yeah, I know. Right. But, um, no, that's Fergie Jenkins. But, okay. you know, Willie Stargell used to. Spin the yeah, bat yeah. around, and different people will be up here like this, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, whatever. Joe Morgan would do the flap. Sure, sure. But the point is, when the pitcher's getting rid of the ball, where's your hands? And I don't care whether it's here or whether you're back here or you've got this wacky stance where you're pigeon-toed or you're wide open or whatever. 
the end of the day, you got to make contact with that ball. So I don't care where you start. It's where you are when you need to get. And if you can do it and you're successful, yeah. don't mess with it. Leave it alone. Yeah. Don't try and teach everybody to be a robot because there's we're all different. It's like a golf swing, too. Lee Trevino had one of the worst golf swings around, but guess what? He's also one of the greatest champions. Yeah. So just, and you know who else is? Uh, Charles Barkley is a terrible golf swing. He's got the, he's got the yips. Well, he's not a good golfer either. Yeah, but geez, he's, I think he spends a lot of time playing golf. I don't think anybody's really a good golfer. He spends right? a lot of money trying to learn how to yeah. play golf. It doesn't work. So though. I'm trying to teach my daughter, but I'm choking up because my dad would say, choke up on that bat. And it, but it would Here's work. Use a smaller bat. Yeah, or use a smaller bat, but it would be able to get the bat around choking faster. Up, choking up gives you better bat control. Yeah. But that said, if you're using a 34-inch bat, maybe you should be using a 33-inch bat. And then you choke up when you get to two strikes. There's a couple things you need to sure. do when you get to two strikes. You need to widen your stance yeah. so there's less movement. Because mm-hmm. you just need to you need to be able to slap the ball. You're not, you know, nowadays they don't care about K-rate. Do you know Nellie Fox had 216 strikeouts? In a 19-year major league career, wow. Kyle Schwarber had 215 strikeouts this year. I'm just saying. Yeah, <laughs> I know what you're saying, but yeah, you're saying it. Okay. That's that's a lot. Nelly Fox had nearly 2,000 at bats, and he struck out 215 times. And Schwarber probably batted 600 times this year, and he already, he struck out yeah, 200. Yeah, he, he Schwarber would swing hard for the fences every time. I love him. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, I, it was exciting to watch because when he would make contact, he's a powerful hitter. But Nelly Fox is in the Hall of Fame. And Kyle Schwarber is nowhere near the Hall of Fame, let's be yeah, honest. But he, we love him here in Chicago. We do, because he was on the team. But then, you know, mm-hmm. I wished him well. What, he's on DC. Phil, Phillies. He's on the Phillies now? Yeah, he was in D.C. for a minute. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, but he's he's on the Phillies now. Yeah, Schwarber was, he was horrible, horrible in the outfield, I think. Wasn't great. Wasn't terrible. Wasn't great. He didn't have a great glove. But, man, he could he could make contact. Well, he was a catcher until he tore his knees up yeah. in uh, Arizona um, in 2016. Yeah, year, he tore yeah. it up and then that's he came right. back, back and, and hit a few played bit. some fall ball and hit did a few really well. That's right. He, he got, had three hits in the World Series. Yeah, in, the, in that game, seventh game. Yeah, they had to call him up from Iowa, wherever the hell he was. They said, we need you, buddy." Well, he didn't play all summer, and he came back and did a little fall ball down in Arizona instructional league. Mm-hmm. Played down there, and they brought him up, and he played. He definitely helped us. That so. was a crazy year because you know what happened right after the Cubs won this World Series. They didn't win it after that. No, ever well, again. Well, they, Since Donald then. Trump was elected. Oh. Basically, that, that, the next right, week. right. Think about that, that. That's true. That was a crazy time to be alive. Yeah, I'm glad we were alive. Yeah. Well, we're not going to get. We weren't. We're not going to get into politics. We're talking baseball. Well, it is. It is. But uh, just that that time that era is like that. 2016. Donald like, Trump was a baseball player, and he'll tell you he was the greatest I'm baseball sure he would. player ever. Yeah, right. The guy can't couldn't swing a bat. There's no way. The way he's <laughs> shaped, the way he looks, but he does play a lot of golf. He's a good golfer. Is he by the way he shoots golf? I'm sure. Put down a four for that. Yeah. Okay. Yes, sir. He's Mr. Just Trump. He like kicks the ball on. Yeah. No, that's a two. I got a two on that. I parted that hole. Do you play golf? Yes. You know, I don't understand golf at all. It's it's beyond me. That um, you know, my friends play golf. They all belong to these fancy country clubs and whatnot, and, I, and they talk about golf, and I glaze over. I'm like this has got to be kidding me. I'm a golf conversation. Mm-hmm. It's like, you guys suck at golf. What are you doing? Like, why are you spending your time, your Saturdays, or whatever? Playing on this another thing. Maybe did, they need to get out of the house. That's right. But uh, how would my wife would never have let me go play golf for like all day, all weekend? And she got three kids, and she's got to deal with the kids, and I'm out, you know, getting drunk on the golf course. Well, let me let me tell you this. That's that's true. But um, there's a business owner here in Highland Park. I will not say his name, mm-hmm. but he's you know he's past retirement age, but he still comes to work every day. And I said, why do you go to work every day? He nah, says, because right. I, I want to keep my marriage happy. 
Yeah. But so was, you got four hours to go on the golf course. It's going to be more than that, too. Yeah, more hours. Yeah, Because you, it's slow play and, like you said, drinking. And um, then you're going to hang out in the clubhouse afterward and talk about that great shot you hit. Oh, my God. That, that conversation that's, that's is, is like, it's more like, like six hours. You're going to come in. I mean, this podcast, we're not allowed to talk about golf. That's the new rule. Okay, well. I didn't bring it up. I know I did. Maybe I maybe I did. Maybe I said a golf swing. I don't know. Now we're I was talking about Charles Barkley and his and the yips. Yeah, yep. This is true. All right, so I'll work out. I'll practice throwing the curve. Curveball. And then back um, to the back to basics. Yeah. Baseball here. Fingers here. What about a knuckleball? Knuckle How about a knuckleball? And thumb here. Knuckleball. Yes, I actually threw that, and I can throw that pretty proficiently yeah. as well. Um, it's you just dig your fingers. It's actually a knuckleball. It's not thrown like this. You actually dig your fingernails into the into the seam, and then you just push it out. So when you throw it, you just kind of float yeah. it out. And then, you know, if the wind's in your face, uh, that's another thing. Curveball or knuckleball, or even the fastball moves more. If the wind's in your face, you can get a lot more movement because you're you're fighting gravity there. And mm. so you, when you throw it, like for the fastball, I want it to blow by people. You kind of want the wind behind you, but that flattens everything out. You know, it's like a golf ball. Like, you can hit it further. Okay. You can throw it harder if the wind's at your back. But throwing into the wind, you can get a lot more movement on the ball. And with a curveball, you get a lot more movement if you got wind in your face because it's just, it takes longer so to get there. That's interesting you said. So when you say, like, they say, like, Wrigley Field is like a is like a hitter's park or whatever. It, it can be, but it can also be a pitcher's park. park I mean, all right. With so the wind blowing in, that's why in the winter, in the cold, in April, that's a terrible place to hit. Okay. I mean, yeah. growing so, up here and playing ball here in, in this state and, and playing college ball in Minnesota, oh, I mean. Yeah, when the bat is cold and you make contact, that hurts. Oh, Oof. It's an advantage as a pitcher, but you're cold too. And you're, you, your ball's slicker and you're not, you're not getting that, that, that grip, you know. You, you, it's not as – but the cold weather is definitely an advantage for, for pitchers. And, but even about when it's like 100 degrees in Chicago and it's so humid and it's like incredibly uncomfortable and unbearable yeah. – is that a tough time to be a pitcher? I think because your hands are all know. sweaty and, and you're sweating all the time. Actually, I don't mind it. Right. I'd rather hit in the hot, in the higher temperatures. And does the ball tend to travel further if it's hot and humid? They talk about that too all the time. If it's, I think uh, it travels further if you square it up. Okay, fair enough. You make good contact. <laughs> That's all it takes. It helps. It helps. All right. Well, listen, we've said it all. I think so. Said too much. We said enough. Well, thank you. Listen, we weren't even planning on doing No, this any. wasn't this wasn't a discussion. Um, but but this was more fun than what we were talking about before. And look, now we, Mike, we're going to put you all over social media. We're going to make you, okay, we're going to make fine. you insta famous. Splitter is this, and then you just throw it. You know, when you throw it, yeah, you just see. I, I have smaller hands, but I think I could, I could, I, I could palm a basketball. I, I mean that I could. See, I could not with that ball. I'll just show you one more thing with that. Okay, we don't need to be on video for yeah, this. Yeah, we do. Are you kidding? We don't miss a second of this. Fascinating. People are going to love this. So, and I can just, yeah. Okay. It helps to be really flexible. Oh, double, yeah. Double-jointed. Okay. I don't know if I'm double-jointed, but I can. So that that helps also. Okay. Play, you know, you kind of just play around with it and do different things with it and see how you can make it go. And Maddox was a master of that. He'd, he'd have a little more pressure on this finger than this finger. He'd let this finger kind of lay like a dead fish, and you'd have the pressure and here. Put on the and seam. And and would just, you could get it to move. I wasn't like that. I mean, I'd just grip it and rip it with a fastball, just like. Even with that grip it and rip it attitude, you never you never hurt your shoulder or your elbow, really. I've never had arm trouble, and and the funny thing was I was like a pitching machine because I'd always want to hit. I was a gym rat, so I would go in with my buddies and do batting practice, and we'd move the screen closer mm -hmm. so we'd be throwing so we could throw a lot harder from a closer well, distance. It's, if, if I'm in the gym <coughs> and I want to no cough be, button, <coughs> no, we'll, uh, we'll edit that out, and I want to um, get stronger swinging the bat. 
what exercises? You know, a strong core. I assume a lot of sit-ups, a lot of twisting. I just did my workouts. I mean, I didn't do. Okay. Uh, the golf thing is the same thing. Is yeah, get close to that microphone again. We don't. This again. Well, this is, you do this twists, is, you know, with the weight or whatever. But okay. I didn't do any exercise specific to the sport. But they like put like the I rubber bands bench on you. Bench press. And okay. Squats so, and you know lat pulls and pull old downs. Old school and, stuff. Yeah. All right. Just build your body. The no, so like you know, like, like you know, the, the east, like east bank, east bank strong, which is like, no, just sort of look good in the mirror. YMCH strong, like uh, dungeon gym strong. Yeah. yeah. Okay, like real, like Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah, strong. Okay, there you go. <coughs> uh, well, Mike, thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. Yeah. yeah anything you want to promote? And you look in that microphone and say, no, no, no. not really. No, I, I do. I do magazines. They're there interesting. What magazine? Uh, a whole bunch of, of them. Okay. Highland Park Neighbors. Yeah. Winnetka Kenilworth Living. Wilmette Living and Northfield Living. Those are my magazines. They're, uh, they're all about the people in the community. The magazine's for the people, by the people. I'm just the steward. Um, the advertisers support the magazine, but the stories are by uh, people like yourself, anyone that wants to tell us something that could be useful to the readers. Yeah. If it's useful, something of value, it's, sure. it's, it's out there. Well, thanks for, thanks for uh, entertaining me. Listen, learn the curve. Probably ball. no one's going to watch this or watch this, <coughs> but I will take this this podcast home and I will study it and practice throwing the curveball. Okay. See you next spring. Yeah, yeah. I probably won't practice. We'll do it indoors. Yeah, we need to find a place. You know, there's a place in North Court. The, 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 <laughs> there's a lot of room in North Court. I know. We could do the uh, mall walk with the grannies. I don't think grannies walk there anymore. I don't, really don't. Oh, they're going to build a no, old folks home next to it. Maybe they will. I don't know. Who knows? All right. That was another topic we talked about North Court and how sad. See, I'm revisiting all the topics we talked about. I, yeah, I can never turn that. off the microphone in the video. It's very hard. You even, brought, you even brought politics into the discussion. That was kind of funny. I know. Well, we're talking about the World Series. That's right. And it's Why'd fun. you have to talk about Trump? Ah! So my ex-wife and her family, they're, they're South African, and they would say to me, like, why is baseball called the World Series? There's, only, there's no one from the world there. You, it's just the United States and Canada. Well, you got all the people. There's people from Japan. I know. It, there's, the Twins have a couple of German players. I know. They're short. They're, short they're not Americans. They, they got Dominicans. They got Cubans. They got Venezuelans. Uh, I, I know. So Whatever. They're just jealous. That they're not there's Americans. a World Baseball Classic now. They're just not as good. But it's like soccer. You know. I know. I have a cousin who's way into soccer too. In that sport, like I've tried to watch soccer match. Yeah, exactly. I'll do that again on the one camera. To, oh, I know. One to nothing. I know. Even hockey. I don't even know when the game ends because you got extra time. But how long is extra time? And then they're they're like faking getting injured. It's so it's oh. so silly. Yeah. So and they call it football. I'll show you football. Buddy. Oh, here we go. This guy. You don't, know, don't even go there. We want to talk about your football days, glory days of Mike Stark. No, we don't want to do that. I'm just just saying that. I'm a strong supporter of, of American football. I don't even call it American football. Soccer is not football. Soccer, soccer. Soccer, soccer. Like you said, anyone can play it. Yeah, most, could, those guys are in good shape. I could say it. something very offensive. But Do it. Come on. Are no, you, no, 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 no. It's getting no, interesting. No. Come on. The offensive thing would be if I said what I was right. thinking well, about. Who, who can play? Who can play soccer and who can play football? I know what you're getting at, so I think you should just let it out. Let it rip. Come I on. think we gotta just. Don't get a call. Yeah, you know, the microphone, microphones are. I turn them off. Tell me now. No, they're not. <laughs> I don't. I don't trust you now. No, you just lost. You lost the. You lost the circle of oh, trust. Come on, I was just doing shtick. So here's how, how we have to end the show. My daughter told me this, mm -hmm. and it's embarrassing. Does your, is your daughter ever going to play football? No. Is she going to play soccer? No. Uh, maybe. Okay, there you go. That was that's women, my answer. Oh. All right. Fair in enough. A round, in a roundabout way. No, fair enough. I also we can talk I got about a daughter. That. She played soccer, but she's not strapped on the pads. Well, it's listen, not happening. They don't get paid the same. That's okay. 
and that's how the economics. But would you pay? Would no. you pay Michael Jordan uh, the same as you'd give? Uh, uh, one of these no. uh, Cheryl well, Swoops or some of these WNBA players. Well, Michael Jordan didn't make very much playing basketball, to be honest. No, with not you. what he'd be making today. I know. But no, I wouldn't. But again, I can hear people turning off the radio and switching podcasts, or they're complaining and saying, You hear what these guys are talking about? So we're not going to go there. Mm -hmm. But no, my daughter would, she's a dancer. She'll do dance. Awesome. And I would love for her to play baseball or, or fast, uh, fast softball. softball. Yeah. Those badass, that chick, uh, what's her name? Um, Jenny Finch. Jenny Finch. Well, my Ooh. girlfriend and her twin sister were both D1 softball players, and I batted against yeah, her. Yeah, could you get any contact on those pitches? I could kind. I couldn't square it up. I couldn't square it up because it's coming from underneath. Yeah, and it's rising on you, and you're like. And then when she batted against me, she was hitting that curveball. She hit everything. So there you like, go. From sixty feet, six inches though, you, they're on top of you, and it's coming from behind the hip, so you don't even see it. And then it's like <laughs> it's on you. And she was throwing seventy something miles an hour. But do you think if you practiced? The timing that you could you could get the bat around fast enough eventually. to make contact eventually. But you Even know, at I, this age, I need a smaller bat. I'm not going to try. Up. I'm not going to try. Gonna it. No. We did we did this a couple of years ago, and I was just kind of like, whoa. Yeah, those <laughs> those girls throw heat. I mean, it's they're throwing. It's like the little league. They yeah. say it's he's throwing 71, and that's equivalent to 94. 94. She threw 72 miles an hour. And she's on right, and then the, and she's on top of you. I mean, the distance is much closer. Than We're not going to get into a sexual connotation at all there. I, I set you one. Oh, you I were the one that was supposed to be funny, right? I needed that on a tee to hit that because that, <laughs> that was too easy. She was, I mean, she could bring it. She could bring uh, it. On top of you, she could bring it <laughs> with, this, with, this, with this heat. Yeah. All right, gone too far. So, anyway, my daughter says like this. You have to, your dad, she goes, Dad, when you, when you end your show, you have to go like this <clears throat> Stay calm and slay on. Yeah, now, you, now you have to say it in the, into the camera. Stay Calm and slay on. Yeah. What am I slaying? I, I don't know what it means. I don't see a dragon. It's the most ridiculous thing, but that's how those. Honestly, not even millennial. What gen is she Gen now? Z. Is that Gen Z? Is yeah. still Gen Z? I don't know. It's it's whatever generation is. I feel sorry for them. I'm the last of the boomers. You're a boomer. See, are you? The last of 64. I'm I'm Gen uh, Gen X. Okay, but I'm 78. So I was at the tail end of Gen X. Right. But the Gen Xers are usually a lot older than me. They're in the 50s. Right. So I don't relate to them. I actually relate to the the um, the, the the generation behind I me. I definitely don't relate to the the boomers. Right. My uh, dad's a boomer. He's you know. No, I'm. You're know, too young to be. A I don't boomer. know who I relate to. You're born in '64. Yeah. Yeah. So you're like me. It's like that tail end of that generation. Yeah. So you get you get bumped into even, them. What's the next generation after the boomers? Gen X. Gen X. Okay. That's me. I could be an Xer. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. See, a Gen X is someone who like um, knew life before the internet. And life after the internet, and we're able yeah. to adapt to both. Like, so our people are boomers; they only knew life before, and they can't really—they don't really understand how the internet works. The fun thing is giving these new kids a rotary phone and telling them to no, figure that uh, out. I, That's fun. Give that to your daughter. See what she, she does. Have, does she have a clue? See, I have this camera over here. It's a, a, pol a, pol a Polaroid. Yeah. They have no clue. I couldn't believe. How? Does, what is that? <laughs> yeah, we'll take a picture of you. They still have them at some like uh, fun places, you know, like amusement uh, park. Yeah. Like, uh, like, like where you go for, Do you remember your phone number when you were a kid growing up? I remember my phone number. I remember a lot of my friends' phone numbers. Okay, let's talk about that because I remember all of my friends' phone numbers yeah. too, for example. But I couldn't tell you anyone's number now because guess what? Yeah. It's in here. Jamie Krasner, the first girl who I had, it was like 948, 847-948-8181. 948, not 945. Oh, but my phone number, 847-945-8826. 
And then we got a second line. Well, we had three one two nine four five. I'm still a three one two number on this phone, and I will never give up my three one two area code. I had three one two. Our house was in the Lake yeah. County. Every the whole yeah. state was three one two, or and the Chicago area. Everything was three one two. Then we went from three one two to seven zero eight. Seven zero eight eight four seven. And then it went to eight four seven. It's been there ever since. And they should have just given cell phones their own, like two two four or whatever, yeah. because they're screwing everybody up now because you don't know what what it is. Yeah, I remember like Deerfield was like nine four five. Nine four five. And then Highland Park was four three two or four three three. Four three three. That's right. Lake Forest was two three four or two nine five. Yes. Yeah. I never call anybody in Lake Forest. That's okay. But you're right. So why, I'm not do, offended. why do we remember those phone numbers? Like Scott Sirota was like four. Th- what, no, Josh Rose four three two nine two five one. My friend Brian was eight four eight eight zero four one one three. And I remember that because we like we this. start with the CE. So my phone. This is how old I am. It was CE. So the C is a two and an E is a three. So it was CE four one six three nine. That was my phone number. It's weird, but it was two three four one six three nine. But it was C E the phone that we got from the phone company? It said C E. I'm like, what's with the letters? Oh, well, you see the the letters of, are equivalent equivalent to the numbers. Hudson three two seven hundred. There you go. So <clears throat> you remember all those phone numbers, but you don't remember what you did yesterday. But it's weird. No, I need Prevagen. There's a plug for the memory drug. Yeah. From Jellyfish. Yeah, sure. <laughs> all right. Well, Mike. Again, we said it all. Said too much. I think people would we even said slay on, slayer. Slay on. I hate, don't hate the don't hate the player. Hate the slayer. Oh, I like that one. There you go. I don't know what I'd use it for. All right. See, I can't turn the microphone off or the camera because it's so fun to talk. Isn't it fun to talk in the microphone? I've done it before. I'll do it again. Come on. All right. So it's, it's a barrel full of monkeys. I don't. Okay. Is that a joke? That's an old saying. You're too young for that. You're 44. I am not. Then that can't be right. Oh, you're 24. That's Whatever. right. I forgot. It's born in 1970. Here's the thing. I was born in December of 78. Mm-hmm. Do you remember the, the major snowstorm of 78, 79? No, I don't remember that at all. I wasn't driving yet, but I do remember it was awesome because we had to use uh, road graders to clear the streets. Okay, well, that started in 78 on my birthday. But it's referred to as the, as the blizzard of 79. Right. But let's be honest, it started in 78. Would continue through the spring. For like four weeks, I think it snowed. I think oh, it snowed it, forever. My dad said you could like climb up onto You'd the roofs. Walk off your roof. You literally walk bank. off your roof. We had the best snow tunnels. And again, I was in high school at that time. I was 14. So freshman year of baseball I had to get delayed a little bit because the fields <laughs> fields had to drain. There was nobody. Yeah, playing. how long there was snow on the ground until how long until how It was f- April. I mean, we we're playing baseball in April. But it was soggy. Yeah. I think the mayor of Chicago lost her job because of that. Because that Right. Um, that's correct. Uh, so Michael Michael Bolandic was the mayor. And he couldn't Chicago. get the streets cleared. And he didn't cloud. get the streets cleared, so Jane Byrne That's right. Um, <clears throat> beat him on Unseated that. Unseated him. Yeah. Hmm. She, she beat him, so. All right. Because well, Daly had died. So Daly. Daly won the dead. D- d- the, the old man died yeah. in 77. That's right. And then um, Bolandic replaced him. And then Byrne was like in the office. Then there's other guy, Harold Washington. Who was the other guy? Harold Washington remember? came after yeah, that. Yeah, okay. He remember. was a guy that liked then, to dress like a woman. Eddie Murphy had a lot of fun with that. Right. Remember there was like a painting of him or something? Yes. Like, yes. Yeah, so it was I interesting. That? I liked him. I thought he had a good personality. I didn't know he didn't care that he dressed like a woman. I mean, it, like in today's day and age, that would probably be very normal. Right. I identify as uh, he, she. He, she. It. All right. Well, they, thank you. Them and those. Them, those there. Yeah, see, now you're showing your age because you're making fun. You're not allowed to make fun of. Uh, People pronouns. I have no filter and I don't care. Well, because you're a boomer and you don't understand. I don't understand. I'm, a I'm not understanding. I'm just. I'm just saying we need to be a little less sensitive and worry about what's important. Oh man, you're gonna. This I can feel the 
Well, people complaining about the the Aaron Crane show got a little too woke. political. No, it wasn't woke enough. Well, it wasn't woke enough. All right. Well, we both woke up and we made it over here. Yeah. Well, I'm still sort of sleeping. Okay. All right. All right, listen, I'm going to turn it off now. I'm going to press the button, and we're going to turn it off. Unless you have something else you want to plug No, I'm going to go judge the, uh, the, oh, hell, there you the Halloween, you co- Halloween costume. Well, thing. unless this is going to go on in the next two hours, at 5 o'clock today, I'll be at Port Clinton Square here in Highland Park judging the Halloween uh, pet costume contest. Oh, you get the pets, you even get the, the humans? You vote, you vote for like the best pet costume and the best pet and owner costume. What do you look for? Um, to give high marks for a pet owner costume for the Halloween show in, in Portland and Highland Park. Portland. I would say, um, for me, I would I would like to see somebody that has a Chihuahua, and that they're dressed like a Chihuahua. You know, if they they like mm. like a big dog, a little dog, or something like that. Okay. I don't know. The cutest kid's gonna win. Whatever. Well, see, oh, that's adorable. Yeah. I don't know. So if it doesn't what rain. What if, 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 like, the mom wanted to come and you know, sort of, like, grease the wheels? Yeah, well. Would you accept a, yeah, a bribe? Yeah, why not? I'm not in politics, so there's no reason why I shouldn't right. take you a wouldn't, little kickback. They wouldn't provoke your, your they judging, judging uh, authority? They probably would, yeah. They'd probably say, yeah, you picked a favorite there. See, well, this My is girlfriend showed up with our chihuahua. That would probably you do have a chihuahua. I have a Rottweiler and a chihuahua. Do they get along? The chihuahua is a big buzz. dog and a little dog. Oh, the Rottweiler came first. What's the Rottweiler's name? Brody. Okay. And the Brody's about 110 pounds. That's a big dog. He's great. People get scared of that dog when he you He sits in the front yard on a no chain. He just he just sits there and hangs. And the Chihuahua's name? He's Cheeto. And he's about five pounds, five, six pounds. And his name became uh, Cheeto because when the girls brought him home, he went right into a bag of Cheetos before we named him. I'm like, well, there you go. Hmm. That's his name. There Cheeto the Chihuahua. Fascinating. That's a crazy. Yeah. Thank you for sharing that. You're welcome. <laughs> He'll make you a lot of money. <laughs> yeah. All right. We've said it all again. Time, you got to go. Get the keys. Got to get to that, that, that parking contest. meter. That's gotta right. Got to get to that parking meter. When want to get the ticket? The Highland Park meter made is brutal around here. Yeah. All right. Good. Well, enjoy uh, judging. Yes. Don't judge others. Well, judge them if they're in a costume for Halloween. Right. I'm not judging anybody. I have a hard time going but to I'll see how your curveball is. I'll judge that. Well, I don't want you to judge it. I want you to give me some some pointers on how I can make it better. You just re- re- rewind the tape. Again, grab it like this, pull it down, snap it off, roll it off your fingers like All a right. yo-yo. All right, Mike. All right. All right. Adios. Adios. Thanks for coming. Bye.